Welcome to another episode of The Bearded Three. I am Tanner Battles, the communications director here at First Family. I have a beard. And then I have two other bearded folks here with me. Uh, uh, Travis Walker. Hi. Travis, say what you do here. I have a longer beard. And I am the discipleship pastor here at First Family Church. And then I'm also joined by RJ Parks. Hello, listeners. And you do what here? I am the director of operations. And um, today I'm a little sad. Tanner. So why is that? So I don't know uh, if you guys know, but I've stopped uh, drinking soda or pop. As I people do know that. Would yeah. call it, right. So today I, I've been trying to get into drinking coffee more. Um, so today I went by Starbucks. Right. And uh, you know that's so confusing. It I is. don't. I don't know Starbucks yeah, well. Joke, you guys have been yeah, with me joke. there when I try to order. I don't know what I'm doing. So I went to, up to the counter and I said to the the barista, is that what they're called? Sure. The barista. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, um, I'll have your mildest roast. And <laughs> None of this she happened. said to me, you have very average ears. It's <laughs> good. That's I where like you it. put the drum. Put no, the drum I'm not going to put anything in. <laughs> I'm not going to put any of it in. You should do like a wah, wah, wah. That was my dad joke for the episode. Yeah, I knew the second. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and RJ has the shortest beard of the three of us, if you're <clears throat> theater of the mind. I like to keep mine trimmed. Like his head. Yes. And we are joined today, our guest, none other than Julie Day. Hello, everyone. She is so excited to be here, you guys. She has the look <laughs> on her face. She's teeming with excitement. Yes. She said her blood pressure is higher uh, because high. of this Did podcast. you get any so we're last stressing night, Julie? Around. And I'm shaking. No, I did not. The no. epitome of an extrovert, Julie Day. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not even get your joke. So, <laughs> so the, um, a roast, right? It's like a, you, you make fun of people. Mm-hmm. And I said a, a mild roast. Oh, okay. And so by making fun of me, she said I had calling av- your ears. I had really <laughs> average, average ears. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Julie is our uh, discipleship ministry assistant. Is that the right or admin? I can't remember the, what the title is. I don't is. know. <laughs> we changed Travis, it. Travis is kind of. Just, I kinda, say I, when people ask me, I say admin. When I sign my emails, I say assistant. I don't. I call her boss. <laughs> Julie is <laughs> the one who runs the discipleship ministry. Let's be honest. You should just say I make Travis look good. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's new business card. That should be on your business on the card. website. Julie Day. I make Travis look good. I like it. I'm in. So we're going to spend some time getting to know uh, Julie in today's podcast. She where's dis- J- Wait, where's Jace? He couldn't make it today. Darn it. Oh, man. Maybe we'll have him phone in later at a little segment. The people were very excited for the the people. Jace and Julie. <laughs> Our eight listeners were so excited they for were. Jace Day. That's we're right. Eight. <laughs> I think we're at maybe more than that. Whoa. Get a lot of feedback from when these episodes go live. So, I mean, hmm. people are going to be pretty pumped if there's a new episode. So, uh Julie, do you want to do some serious questions, or do you want to break the ice, do some fun questions? What do you want to do? We'll leave it up to you. You're the listener, let's or you're the you're the the guest. Let's break the ice. Yeah, all right. The fun stuff. All right. Let's go. This is my favorite question of all of these. What is your favorite Travis story from working with him for seven years? Has she seen these? Is she prepared? She's for not these? seen. I have okay. not okay. seen that one, okay. so I'm not prepared there are for that so one. So many to okay. choose. Well, from. we can skip and come back if you want to think a little bit. But uh, while you're thinking, uh, audience. Um, there, we have a lot of Travis stories. Let, I don't know how to... Do you want to lean into this at all, RJ? Um, Travis does a lot of stuff. How do, yeah. we, how do we put this? There's a lot um, of great Travis stories over the years. There has been. Including uh, different time zone yeah, problems. Travis is just uh, unintentionally funny <laughs> in some way. Huh. I, I, don't, I don't really know how to describe huh. it, but... Uh, 
uh, yeah, the time zone one is probably my favorite, mm. uh, or the the basketball one. That one's a good um, one. That one we told that one last week. We so that, we, that oh yeah, yeah last yeah. last episode. That was yeah. a good example of a Travis story when he shot the shot the basket mm-hmm. and it was like five to four, and that's he said, game. "Game, that's game." Game and was so convincing that yep. people actually left the gym, mm-hmm. and he was right. It was game. That it was, was it. Game. <laughs> so, I called it. Great Travis stories over the year. Julia's worked with them for seven years now, so she's seen all these stories basically. So. Julie, do you have a story? You don't have to tell the whole thing, but do you have a story that rises to the top that is your favorite? Um, I guess I don't know that I have one that's a favorite, but the one that sticks out in my mind when you ask that question is not one I actually experienced. It's just one I've heard him tell when he was um, taking a youth group to Chicago. (laughs) This one we almost died. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> he went into a house. Uh, That's not even a funny story. Not, That's legitimately like he was not supposed to do. He'd been told not to do time. something like that, mm. and it got very scary very quickly. Travis, um, in I'm, a minute or less, tell us that story. I'm so glad that the, that didn't happen at this church. So, yeah, so listeners, that did not happen at First Family <laughs> Church. And I, I have friends across the nation who have verified this story. So I'm it's not, not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. So we did a missions trip in Humboldt Park in Chicago. And there was a rule, you don't go into a house. So we were doing like backyard Bible clubs mm-hmm. and we were working with these little girls. So there's a little girl named Angel. We were walking her home at the end of the night. And uh, when we dropped her off, uh, the dad, his name was Ernie, he lured um, <laughs> the female I was with, a female youth leader into the house by asking her you know, some sympathetic questions to come into the house. So he got her into the house. And so then I'm, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Do I just be like, sorry, see ya? So <laughs> no, because yeah, because I was stuck. I followed her into the house, and uh, we realized it was a trap. And he brought he brought specifically me up to a bedroom. I'm shortening the story, up into the bedroom, and with intent to either hurt me or murder me. And there was a knife, and he held a knife to my throat. And right at the moment, he he, the details get a little blurry, but he started to recite a poem about what he was going to do to me. That's and he was talking about how he was going to cut me open, <laughs> slice me up. Right at the moment he was about to harm me, my dad, who was looking for me, knocked at his front door at that very moment, and that's what saved my life. Ernie got distracted by the front door, went downstairs to go interact with who was at the front door, my dad. Big and no your, dad is a, your dad is an intimidating yeah. size. My dad <laughs> saved my life by simply knocking on a door. Wow. Yeah. That's the story. That's I was hoping for a story. funny one, but Sorry. we got a really, really dark, scary one. But hey, yeah. that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's how it rolls sometimes. That's all right. That's right. It's good. All right. Uh, next question. This isn't specific to you, but it might be because you're from Texas, and we'll get to that a little bit from here. Uh, what is a food you enjoy that most people would think is weird? Or do you have one? Probably. But I can't think of anything. Hmm. Maybe I should have sent you all the questions. Yes, you should have sent me all the questions. <laughs> I'm regretting this right now. <laughs> I, well, I told you. I warned you. Well, this is well not yeah, my I'm thing. trying to think of food? some weird What is experience? your favorite food? Uh, probably chips and hot sauce, chips and queso, oh, Mexican yeah. food. What's, what's a, how about this? What's a Texas-specific Texas. food yeah. that you don't, maybe we don't have here that okay, you really one enjoy? Of the things there we go. Is the Mexican food here <laughs> is not really Tex-Mex, so <laughs> it's not our favorite. There is, well, uh, this is Iowa, not the enchiladas Texas, in Texas are like chili con carne enchiladas. It's beef enchiladas, and then it's you have beef chili poured over the top of them, not the red sauce. So, okay. 
I don't know if people would think that's weird, but that's what we like. And so we usually don't eat the enchiladas around here. So you're a bit of a enchilada snob when yes, it comes to definitely. so our Mexican but, food. Let me get this right. It's not Mexican food, and it's not, it's not even Texas Mexican. Mex- yeah, well, so I don't know. If it might be Mexican food. It's, it's so mild. Even Tex Mex. Well, they're <laughs> like, no, no, this is not right. <laughs> yeah, anything spicy is probably something people in Iowa think is weird for, mm-hmm. for us to eat. Like salt. Ugh. <laughs> Too much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julie, what is your favorite comedy TV show, mm. and why? Let's let's get learn a little bit a little bit about your your humor. It's always hard for me to pick favorites like that because there's a lot. I like The Office. Nice. Okay, good, good. Um, That's the right I'd answer. But I probably say right now my favorite, or what I, we just went through a lot was is Friends. Oh boy! Sorry, like huh. I just sat and watched it a lot with I my daughter, judge who it. was home from college. So I've I only seen that. like two episodes, and I just didn't think it was funny, and it yeah. didn't pull me in, so I quit. I mean, maybe it, I should power through. It made billions of dollars, they so did. it was definitely have successful. You watched, have you guys watched Friends? I don't think it's funny either. Yeah, I don't. I don't find it funny it. at all. There's Not a couple all. funny characters to me, but probably in in my opinion, the worst television character of all time is is Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. I just I cannot stand her on that show. It's like I just want to mute it when her parts no, are I, on. See, I disagree. I think the worst character is the doctor or the scientist. What's his name? Ross. I think he. So he's this brilliant. He's a scientist. scientist yeah. Who oh. acts dumb? I would right. not have guessed. Like that that's was the his... weirdest character. If you're going to create a character, why would you create a brilliant person who's dumb? Right. That's Ross. I don't understand. Because <laughs> it's funny. Tell I, us, Julie. I, I don't friends, get it. person. I don't get tell friends. us why is it. <laughs> Because it's funny. They all, they all have their own So it's ironic that he's a scient- scientist, but he's dumb? That's Is that the irony of the He's not character? really... He's just dumb he socially. Dumb? He's dumb socially. Yeah, he's awkward. Yeah, oh, it's okay. very awkward. Okay. I've only but seen that like show is episodes. made by, by Joey and Chandler. They're the two funniest people on that show. <laughs> what, sure. Ross, is Ross the tall, skinnier one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's like I can't a pet keep, monkey or David, something? David Schwimmer. That doesn't help. Oh. I don't know okay. the Friends characters. I know Jennifer Aniston. Mm. I mean, that's probably the only one I can tell you off the top of my head. Who's your favorite on there, Julie? Uh, probably Chandler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Julie, some people uh, in this, maybe even in the circle, have called you the Michael Phelps of the FFC staff. <laughs> it's true. You just keep winning. Every staff competition we have, Julie wins everything. Always wins it's, something. It's almost not even fun anymore. You just Julie win just ruins so it. She w- like. <laughs> Girl, women, the women's side of competition overall, she wins everything. She's always on the winning team. We do team competitions. Not to what always. would you attribute your success, Julie? Um, my competitive streak, I suppose. No luck at all, huh? No. All skill. It was nice that you didn't say the lack of athleticism <laughs> by the other ladies in the, the office. La- <laughs> the lack of competition. <laughs> I mean, no challenge. No, I, there's no challenge that. around here. No, I would not say that. But you, you probably really don't want to be at our house when we're playing board games because it's not just me. Have you My guys ever family. played games with the styles? Because it sounds like you guys are all, both no, families that are very, would that would not be go so good. really poorly. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah, the whole family is very competitive. Listeners, we did a, uh, we did a, uh, disc golf challenge a few weeks ago and julie swept the ladies uh division so Mm. another medal for actually what would you what would you call that that she won oh it was a it was a gold chain a gold so she has gold chains she has medals she has trophies at her desk Uh uh-huh probably over 10 she couldn't hold them all in two hands it would take arms 
I would say my proudest moment in all that is winning the um, bracket. March Madness. March Madness oh, bracket. Yeah. Twice. 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 She wants you guys to know. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> All right. Well, What's been your favorite competition, though? Besides that, like what? what Honestly, was... it, uh, it's one I didn't win. It was the the. Um, There's one you didn't breakout, win. The escape room. Oh, the, oh, escape, the escape room. room. Mm-hmm. Did the guys win? Yeah, that one? the guys won that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We didn't get a trophy. It took though. all of the guys together to beat Julie. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> frame of reference sense. there. Yeah. All right, Julie. This could be a this could be serious or funny. You did you did see this one, so I hope you have a good answer for this one. What's been the biggest culture shock? From Texas to Iowa, something missing or something that we do here that you don't do there, whatever. It would well definitely the weather. I don't know if that's culture, but the winters are terrible for me. And I, after eleven years, I'm still not used to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also, really to I it. don't know what to call. He, RJ reminded me earlier what to call soda or pop. I don't know what you guys call it. What here. do you call it? We call Texas? it Coke. Oh, that's right. What? No matter what. So everything flavor, is Coke. It's Coke. So you say, "What do you want? I want a Coke," and then they say, "What flavor?" And you say, "Sprite." Right. That's what. So, that's right. That's strange. Or Dr Pepper. Uh, would you say like, <laughs> "I want a Dr Pepper Coke"? No. <laughs> Dr Pepper. No. Coke. What if What if you ask for a Coke, they bring you a Coke? Would you be offended? Like, no, I meant Dr Pepper. Like, that if seems scary. She would ask. If I didn't say, or, if they didn't say what yeah. ki- what kind do you want, and I said Dr Pepper, and they brought me a Coke, yes, I would be offended. That's so bizarre. <laughs> okay, I got it. What is your favorite Coke? Coke Bell. <laughs> oh, what is Regular Coke. Vanilla cherry. No Coke. No, Coca-Cola Classic. Wait, do you mean Coke or do you mean? I mean Coca Cola Classic is my favorite Coke. Okay. Okay. All right. Nice. I didn't. So it makes it easy. Nice. All right. That was good. All right, so now for some serious questions. You've seen oh, all these, so, so we don't get asked oh. any questions. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna get an opportunity at the end to, okay. to pepper right, with hey. some more questions. All right, perfect. Let's probably keep. <clears throat> let's keep it moving. Yep. All right, Julie. So you can keep this as short if you want, but tell us your story in a nutshell: how you came to Christ, where you grew up, uh, your family, how'd you end up in Iowa, how'd you end up the first family, those sort of things. I know it's okay. a lot of questions, but yeah. you can and all boil it down. Have a lot of details. So my testimony, I, um, it's not super exciting. It's very exciting. You are saved. That's, I know. that's exciting. I'll get to that. So it's, <laughs> it's not, it, I feel like I have to say not, that too with my story. Okay, and I, I'll say I it's get not it. dramatic. Um, I was raised in a Christian family, went to Southern Baptist church in Garland, Texas. Um, seven years old. I was at children's church, um, had what, you would call an altar call, I guess, during children's church. Heads were bowed. Raise your hand if you want to accept Christ. I raised my hand. Um, was so excited afterwards, you know, ran to the big church to tell mom and dad. And um, very exciting time. Was baptized a week later, I'm pretty sure. And then um, at that time, if there was not a lot of emphasis on growth in the church. So mm-hmm. I was saved. Mm-hmm. That was great. Mm-hmm. And I just went on with life at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, there was a split in the church, and we let we were asked to leave the church, mm-hmm. and so we had mm-hmm. to move to another church. And um, also, I was, you know, taking an English class during the discussion. We were talking about some things uh, that had religious connotations, and realized probably for the first time in my life that not everybody. <laughs> believes the way I believe. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness. I'm so, there was me me and one other girl in the class that were 
obviously believers and the rest of the class was not. And that mm. kind of shocked me. Mm-hmm. But I was already disillusioned a little bit, not with God and not with my salvation or the Bible, but with um, church in mm. general through the because of the split and all that. It was mm-hmm. just, it was a bad time mm. as a teenager to go through that. But went through college, um, met Jace, we got married, and we started going to a Bible church, which was a non-denominational church, but it taught, it. they preached from the Bible. Of course, my Baptist church did preach from the Bible, but it was more topical sermons and um, not a lot of deep, in-depth uh, study of mm-hmm. the scriptures. So that that was life-changing for me. They also had small groups, so we were in part of a small group, and mm-hmm. the community that that brought and the discussions we had in that was something I'd never experienced before. Mm-hmm. So that's when my growth as a Christian started. Mm-hmm. Um, thank goodness, and I'm so <laughs> grateful for that. Um I can look back and see, you know, even through those high school years going into college, how God was guiding me to the school I needed to be at, to the husband I needed, and um, he's always been there with me, and I'm thankful to have been brought up in a Christian um, home. I'm thankful that I don't have a super dramatic story that I did not have to go through that, mm-hmm. um, but it, I think... Um, this type of testimony also speaks to people who think that maybe they're okay because they're good. Mm-hmm. But as a seven-year-old, I needed Christ just as much as the drug addict out on the street did. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'm Amen. blessed yeah. and privileged that um, that he saved me at such a young age. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's awesome. That's great. So then, um, so how we got here? Well, my husband worked for a company called Cardinal Software, software banking, uh, software for banks core systems for banks, and they were bought by Shazam here in Des Moines, and so we moved. Hmm. That's what brought us here mm-hmm. 11 years ago. We have um, two daughters. Emma is married, and um, Gabe, they both go to church here, and we have our first grandchild, Rye J. Mm-hmm. Jessica is our youngest daughter, and she is in Iowa City going to the University of Iowa, hoping to— Go Hawks. And go to dental school. Hey, that's another culture shock when we moved here. <laughs> Let me bring that up. When we moved here, um, I mean, we had college football in Texas, but I guess because we have so many colleges in Texas, it wasn't a super it's a little big different. deal. Mm-hmm. Moved here, and oh my goodness, the college, whatever, college sports period. Crazy. The, you don't I have a protein. The first <laughs> yeah. week of school, Jesse was in fifth grade. She comes home and she's like, Mom, are we Hawkeyes or are we Cyclones? <laughs> and I was like, what? I have no idea choice. what you're talking about. Day one. So that was a culture shock. Yeah. For me, anyway. the culture shock is vanity plates. I have never seen more vanity that, plates. That's true. Yeah. Why? Really? What's the thing with vanity yeah. plates? You don't see them in other states like this. Not like this. Mm. Nope. Every car has a vanity plate in Iowa. And no, I, well, that's an I exaggeration. I don't know why. I yeah. can't figure it out. But, sorry. It's not about me. No, that's okay. <laughs> I just want to add also we have have a son who passed away mm. in 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if everybody knows about that, but um, we never want to leave him out. He's still part yeah, of us. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. His mm. name was Ryan. Mm. Miss him a lot. Yeah. So how did you end up a first family? You guys start coming here before you came on staff, or did you tell us? About, I, don't, I don't even know that. I know this you story, know honestly. Story? So this is okay. seven years ago, right? 2014? Yeah. Uh, no, we started coming they when started we moved here. Before. We moved here in 2011. Well, you started on staff at 2014. We moved here in 2010. Um, 
started visiting churches as soon as we moved here. Um, we came to First Family to visit, liked the church, enjoyed it, um, but just wasn't quite what we were looking for at the time. Uh, ended up kind of settled at another church in town and in the winter of 2011, uh, Emma was playing bas- uh, not basketball, volleyball. volleyball. She was on an AVBA volleyball team. Another team was short a player. It's not her team she normally played for, but she went and played for them. And Jace took her to the game. I think it was in Marshalltown or somewhere like that. And while he was at the game, um, he was sitting next to another gentleman who had a southern accent. So they got to talking mm, about, of course. you know, where they're from. And mm. and his daughter was on the, uh, I don't think he was on the team that Emma, she was on the team that Emma was, but she was playing in the tournament. And so he started asking, well, have y'all found a church? Or he asked him what, you know, what's been the hardest thing about moving? And, and Jace mentioned, well, finding a church. That's just been one of the most difficult things. He's like, oh, really? Have you gone to First Family? <laughs> and um, he said, well, which one is that? He didn't even remember the name. And, of course, the minute he described it with the big gym, I was like, oh, yeah, we went there. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was. I think he blamed me. I said, I'm not sure what, it, what was what was. That sounds awesome. that. I, I don't think my wife liked it. And, um, anyway, it turned out Todd was the person he was talking to, Todd Styles, and he uh, invited course. us back. So it was like, have you tried that? I just so happened to be the lead pastor <laughs> of that church. He, uh, he invited us back, and, and uh, we did come back. But it happened to be at a time when he was on sabbatical for mm. a long time, and mm-hmm. all of the elders were preaching each week, mm-hmm. and we were going through Leviticus, which was Great time amazing that we were... We, we, <laughs> that, yeah, that was a hard thing to go through, but... It was just impressive that um, all the elders were there preaching hmm. each week, and they were all amazing hmm. speakers, and um, God was speaking through all of them, and that's um, that was a very important thing we were looking for, something that had good biblical scripture teaching, um, and so, yeah, that's where we ended up, landed here. And then you started on staff, what, four, three years, four, four years later? Two years later. Two years later? Two years? Three years. Right. 2011, 2014, right? Or you said winter of 2011. Yeah, that's right. So, and you started working with Travis in the youth ministry, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking when I got hired. One of the things I said was, I'm not great with details. <laughs> so if you're going to hire me, I think it'd really be helpful to have an admin. And so I was commuting or traveling, moving here from Indiana. And Todd's like, well, when you get here, you can like start looking for an admin or whatever. But then he said, like, I have a recommendation for you. I know somebody that I think would do a great job. And I remember being really nervous about that. Like, Todd's picking my admin. <laughs> this is this is just not going to go well. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. And then your admin's husband. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's you know, was intimidating oh, you story. and sending you videos. <laughs> so so Jace is a pretty intimidating dude. And so while we were kind of like... Um, you're gonna hear about that right there. I, th- I think he knows. I think he's intimidating. That's he not- does not understand why people think he's intimidating. He's just he he, is the typical man. He's man. He knows he's that like, you're terrified of him. Yeah, he's yeah. You're yeah. that people think he's intimidating. So, so anyway, so Julian and I are kind of chatting, and I don't think you were even hired yet, or no. I feel like this I was, was about your d- because. Anyways, um, you didn't t- you didn't hire me. No, Todd did. Todd did not hire me. Who hired you? 
Oh, um, Bondurant. Was yes. it was it Carlos? Carlos hired me. Carlos oh. And I was actually working for him at first. That's right. I think that's right. Yeah. And so I remember, anyways, the things I remember were that <laughs> Jace was was not around to meet me when I was going to come and interview and all these things. And so he was a little disappointed by that. And so he sent me a video on my phone. And I just remember the video was him sitting by a fire. And so he's like holding the phone and he's in front of the fire. And as intimidating as he is, he says like, hi, my name is, which I thought he said, Jace Stay. Or Jay, Jay, Jay Stay, stay yeah. is what I thought he said. He goes, hi, my name is Jay Stay in his Southern accent. And he's like, you're lucky you didn't meet me this weekend. I would have really asked you some hard questions and I would have been all, you know, just... As and I want to say you were... And he sent me the video. I want to say you were also on your way to the oh, leadership Lake, camp Lake with, with both my or, kids uh, with you. TLC. So with you're just terrified. just terrified. <laughs> yeah. And so I get this scary video from a man I've never met. And I'm like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> oh, and by the way, his wife's my new ad. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. Didn't but. he send you a video once, too, where he's making fun of your, uh, you preached with your shirt yes. tucked? Yep. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you looked really sloppy or something like that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And Travis has never this preached with so his shirt scary. untucked since. <laughs> he's just terrified of Jace. But if Jace listens to this, Jace, you've so, been so kind to me, so gracious to me. He's still scared of him. Even I have on the no podcast. reason to be afraid of you. I am. <laughs> and oh, what's interesting great. is I actually had a job at the time. I don't know what, why Todd said I know. I, I mean, might I wasn't, be in the details. I wasn't Were you teaching at the job. time? No. Well, I was working at the as a library assistant in the high school. Oh, okay. Have you ever taught in Iowa? I have not taught in Iowa. Okay, no. but you taught in Texas. I did teach in Texas, yes. Hmm. That's a good story. All right, last question. Oh, actually, no. I have two questions more for you. Uh, what's something about yourself most people would not know? Okay, I not a very exciting person, so you pretty much know everything about me. But I was in jazz <laughs> well, band. Well, we do maybe, but the people don't. Yeah. Uh, I was in jazz band in high school. Played the piano. The piano. Yes, I didn't know that. Part of the jazz band. I really probably should not have been part of the jazz <laughs> band. I wasn't that. There was like three pianists, hmm. and so I was <laughs> think just we're gonna let you participate kind of thing. Anyway, we went to a jazz contest in Texas um, and won first place, which included a a invitation to the Jazz Montreux Festival in Switzerland, which was a very, very high honor. So we worked our little rears off and raised money, and we went to Switzerland that summer. It's the summer after my senior year. And so that was super exciting, playing out um, in the streets and people opening their windows while we were playing. And wow. I remember Stevie Ray Vaughan was there. So what? it was very fun. Who? Do you guys know who, I don't that, know that, who is. that is? No, no idea. <laughs> He's one of the most famous guitar players of all time. What band? <laughs> Van Halen? Um, no, that was actually Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> oh, <very good> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, he wasn't really in a band, no. right? He was just oh, his was own just, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So does Taylor know that you play the piano? <gasps> Still Let's get you on stage, not. Julie. I, I play Come guitar. On. I'm telling Julie you. Plays. There we go. We got staff band. Just... I'm obviously a, no. the songbird of our generation, I've been told. <laughs> as I've been told. It was a, a charity to let me be in the jazz band. <sighs> hey, you got to go to Switzerland out of it. So yeah. Yes. All right, last question that I have scripted for you. You recently became a grandma, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. right, Jay's your grandson. What have you loved most about being a grandparent? 
Okay, so obviously he is adorable. He's the cutest thing in the world. And he just brightens my day every time I see him. But I think one of the most exciting things, because it was a little unexpected. Sorry, Emma. Um, <laughs> is watching her being a mom. Oh. It's It's just... It lifts my heart. It fills my heart. And she is so good at it. And I love it very much. That's great. That's awesome. Well, RJ, did you have any, uh, or Travis, did you have any questions for Julia? As I'll we go finish after up? Travis. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't actually think of any questions, but um, how about this one? What is the best concert you've ever attended? Julie, Julie is a, a music oh, connoisseur. She goes to a lot as of concerts. RJ. So they have that in common. Yeah, I went to a lot of concerts in high school too that were that were great. But I think I'm going to have to say uh, several years ago the Eagles concert. Oh, nice! What made Phil- that one the Philadelphia Eagles? Or? No, I'm just kidding. Oh I'm my kidding. gosh, Tanner! I'm kidding. Was it was <laughs> it the original Eagles? Yes. Oh, yes. And it was just an amazing. It was basically storytelling. They. They came out um, and started from the beginning of their career. And, oh, man, and, that'd be cool. Yeah, it was a very good concert. Nice. So what is your, um, what's your favorite thing about being on staff here at First Family? That was a hard question because I absolutely I love being question. on staff this, here. Um, like I said, I had a job when I was asked to interview for this, and I was kind of skeptical about it. I'd never worked in a church before. It was a little intimidating, but, um, I mean, it, we have a lot of fun and I think one of the best things about working here is it is a very positive and very supportive atmosphere. I hear a lot of people complain about their jobs and I know how difficult it can be and I just feel blessed to be in a place that I know I'm safe and I know we all believe the same thing and we're all here to help each other, even if we disagree on things and it's, it's just great mm-hmm. I agree yeah great that's all I have okay Travis no nothing okay <laughs> still nothing still nothing from Travis all right well I think that'll wrap it up uh, Julie thanks for joining us on this episode we appreciate your time it's been fun I You're hope you had a little bit of fun yeah a little bit a little bit all right <laughs> I don't have to do this again, though, ever, do I? Correct. Well, never until s- we go through the staff again. Never, <laughs> say, never say never, but probably not. Okay. Well, well, thanks for joining like us, Julie. The next, uh, the next uh, championship that you win, we might yeah. bring you on mm-hmm. just to... Oh, well, know. fun fact, this week was Julie's... Was this, We celebrated seven years mm-hmm. of being yes. on staff, so it worked out well that we yes, had her on, on the episode, so yeah. good having you, Julie. We love having you on staff. Thank you. RJ, will you send us out? Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.